Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about default. We're going to talk about the idea of the United States defaulting on its loan payments. Um, we're going to uh, do this because there's a bunch of questions about it because there are people in Congress who seem to think it's a good thing. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of go through a bunch of the questions. We're going to talk about the constitutionality of it, a whole bunch of stuff. But before we do any of that, I want to talk about what happens if the United States defaults. Because I think we need some perspective on what we're talking about here. We're going to use a very middle-of-the-road um, chain of events. There are doomsday scenarios associated with the U.S. default. I think they're alarmist. But a middle-of-the-road estimation of what will occur if the United States defaults and then shortly thereafter makes good on its loans. What you will see happen is interest rates go up. The value of the dollar go down, which means your purchasing power goes down, which means inflation goes up, which means you find it harder to make ends meet. Your standard of living declines substantially. That's a middle-of-the-road estimate. Trillions of dollars in economic damage. Okay. So that's what we're that's what we're talking about. That's what we're dealing with as far as outcomes here. When when you hear them say, "Oh, they're holding the budget hostage." No, they're holding your financial stability hostage. They're holding you, your way of life, your standard of living. This isn't something where some plucky upstarts are are sticking it to the man up in DC. Their leverage is you. Do not forget that. Okay. So one of the big, big questions is, isn't it unconstitutional for the U.S. to default? And there are a lot of soundbite slogan answers to this. You know, most of them revolve around pointing to the 14th Amendment. And basically it says national debts, they can't even be questioned is what it says. Um, so, most of what I have seen, it, they are not complete. They're not inaccurate, but they're not complete and they don't give a good understanding. My belief is that if you combine Article 1, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution with the 14th Amendment and Federalist Papers Number 30, which is where Alexander Hamilton just goes off about the concept of paying our debts on time, that if the Supreme Court looked at it, they would say, yes, defaulting is unconstitutional, especially if you're doing it on purpose. Um, I definitely believe that's the case. To me, it is unconstitutional. However, the little tidbits you see on social media seem incomplete to make that case. And most importantly, that case has never been made in court. Um, so maybe the Biden administration should kind of get on that and send it to the Supreme Court. Because I am of the opinion that this court, being at least in theory, one that goes off of original 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Intent would look at the Federalist Papers and be like, yeah, this is unconstitutional. You, you can't do this. And then the whole concept of a debt ceiling goes away. Okay, but that hasn't happened. On the flip side, you see you see little bits on social media suggesting that the Obama administration thought that it was constitutional to default. That's not the case. Basically, Obama said it wasn't a good strategy to just do it on their own through the executive branch. The reason he believed that was because if they just did it on their own, ignored the wishes of Congress, and just did it, it would be challenged in court which would cast doubt on the economic system of the United States. It would shake that faith. And the economic system here is built on faith. If that faith is shaken, all those bad things happen. This was a case of the Obama administration putting country above party or political ambition, something that a whole lot of people today should probably take notes from. Um, he did not believe that it was constitutional. I, I haven't seen anything to suggest that, just that it wasn't a good strategy. Those two things aren't the same. Okay, so we've covered what the stakes are. We've covered the constitutionality of it. Now we go to the big question. What do you do? My opinion, call their bluff. Call their bluff. This is not the vote for the Speaker. Another reason I'm fairly certain that the Supreme Court would side with the idea of paying the debts is because they're rich people. They are rich people. So are most people in Congress, to include the Republicans. If the United States economy takes a hit, like the kind of hit that is likely to occur after a U.S. default, they're heavily impacted. I'm willing to bet that they will put their money over any belief that they have. That tends to be the trend. Just in this case, it also works out for the people who don't have tons of money. We're not talking about the speaker vote. All of the Democratic Party would vote in favor of paying the bill, and you would only need a few Republicans to break away. Um, Now, With all of this in mind, you have to ask why there isn't case law on this. Why hasn't this ever been challenged? Because until very recently, you didn't have people who were so ignorant of the U.S. economic system that they would risk something like this in Congress. There there was no reason to do this. The U.S. has not defaulted in its modern economy since, this, since the current economy has been developed. It hasn't defaulted, and a default would be devastating.
It's never had to go to the courts to be tested because nobody's that bad. Like, we haven't had people who would look at that and say, oh, that's a good thing. Let's do that or let's risk that. Um, it is safe to say that anybody who believes that holding the, holding the U.S. kind of in limbo and threatening default is so ill-informed about the U.S. economic system that they should be nowhere near any decision-making process whatsoever. Either they're ill-informed or they're ill-intended. And they literally, literally want to harm the United States. They want to lower your standard of living. They want to weaken your economic stability. Those are the options. Either they don't understand or they are literally bad actors. I do not believe that the majority of the Republican Party is going to be willing to allow the United States to default. Not because I think they have the good of the people at heart, but because it's going to hurt them a whole lot too. Um, I would call their bluff. In the meantime, maybe get a ruling from the Supreme Court. <laughs> anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.